0: Your live act of the evening is
1: <laughs> Christian, are you excited? Oh. I'm excited yeah. The last podcast, you didn't even wait for me to ask You just did it
0: yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So welcome to this 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 edition of our uh, Inside the Lantern podcast. This is the second part of the the cassettes, uh, which is the cover band we. Played in to help fund Led by Lanterns. More funny stories, Sean? More funny yeah,
1: stories. More funny stories. Uh, but this one we kind of concentrate on talking about a very important person in mine and Chris's life, uh, Val, and she was a tour, our tour manager. You'll you'll hear all about it in the in the podcast. Um, but again, thank you very much, Val. Um, uh, what else did we talk about, Chris? Uh, we talked a little bit about her, the start of Led by Lanterns as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also a, a very, very stressful situation which you were in involving Gareth Gates.
1: Yes. Alright. Yeah. Alright, that'll do. Should we get straight into Let's it? Let's
0: jump into it!
1: Wee! Yeah boy!
0: Back you level funky!
1: Chris, on the last podcast that we did two weeks ago, um, we said we were going to involve um, how we met Val and Val's involvement in Led by Lanterns and the cassettes. Yeah. Obviously, you met Val before yeah, I did, so, so, so who is Val? How did you yeah, meet her? Yeah, so she
0: was also involved with my old band, My Favorite Runner Up, and um, we met her. Oh, we met her because um, uh, we were on a tour a European tour with a band called Debunk from Paris that she'd met because oh, she lived yeah. in Paris. Um, so when I met Val Val first, she actually lived in Paris still. And what was really funny is um, the first time we bumped into her was because she offered us a place to stay through the other band. And they'd used the name Val. But for some reason, I was thinking of, you know, the guy from Him. His name is Val Villo or something.
1: V- Villa Valor. V- whatever. For some reason, I thought Val. <laughs> My name is I
0: Val was a guy's name, and like I was speaking to Val on Facebook Messenger, and but I never clicked through. You know, when the pictures are so small, and I just didn't look. Um, yeah. And anyway, I assumed that uh, she was this man called val and um even what was really funny was a really late after the show in paris we drove and um she'd sent me all the instructions of where to park we got out the van and when we met her i still thought that she was val's housemate who was going to go and take us to val um val knows this i've I've told her about it but uh, i thought that was quite funny to mention but yeah so we met her on that it was our last um european tour as my favorite runner-up uh she's a photographer um by trade and she used to shoot all the shows in paris she used to sell all her photos to alternative press and some big publications and um you know i, I do believe she's a very yeah good photographer. She, she's a very very yeah. good photographer i do i do i do think she did have a second job oh yeah she worked in uh disneyland as well for for a short time um but yes great person and yes like you said great photographer and what happened was we stayed in touch um and as the whole changeover between my favorite runner-up and led by lanterns happened which i might i might as well just talk into for a second it was um our guitarist a bassist that left uh drummer in the end our drummer had left and it, the only original member was me and i was left with boots and we went on a tour with um that tour was with Brad playing drums and a guy called James Skidmore, big up James Skidmore. Thanks for, for doing all that work with us. Um,
1: also a, l- a lovely guy.: Yeah,
0: really nice guy. Yeah. And uh, it, it sort of was ending naturally, you know. I felt like um, we'd, we'd had a good time. That European tour was a lot of fun, but the shows themselves eh, you know, yeah sort of no. it was a signal that, uh, that the end was coming. And uh, at the same time, Boots really wanted to start a band where he could write his own songs, write his own lyrics and sing them as a singer. Uh, obviously, I was a singer in My Favourite Runner-Up and I'd, and I'd also decided I'd kind of had enough of doing that and I wanted to focus a bit more on just having a bit of fun on stage and singing harmonies. I love singing harmonies. Um, yeah, I do. So it all just fell into place and that's how we started Led by Lanterns. And because of the, the crossover between the two, Val stayed in touch with us the whole time and... Um, uh, as we wrote "Recovery," um, our first single, uh, I remember Val was involved in the discussion of how we were gonna uh, like shoot the first promo promo shot of the band and all that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, when you got involved, Sean Val was still in, still involved, and she got on with us so much that when we moved into the college. We were like, you know, there's another room going, Val. Do you fancy moving? Bearing in mind, she still lived in Paris at this time. And she was like, yes, fuck it. I'm going to come and live with you in the UK. That's a terrible impression of Val. <laughs> Sorry, Val. Um, uh, and fair play to her. Like, uh, she really liked what we did. We really liked what she did. And it, I think it was a partnership that was meant to happen and develop us all together. Uh, and obviously for her moving from paris to the uk is a big deal also like a thing that pushed it was she used to travel here all the time to come to shows because more shows would happen in the uk in the genre that she liked um so she always used to travel across and her moving here meant she wouldn't have to do those that traveling so it just kind of made sense for, for a load of reasons and then she moved in and became a full-time part of the band obviously you know when when we first started when we did our first photo shoot, it was with val wasn 't it up in Licky Hills above Birmingham?
1: <laughs> ah, do you remember see in my mind, the first photo shoot we had of course it was yes it was i thought I thought for a second that the first photo shoot that we had was in... It was at the bridge. Uh, Vals bridge. Near the college. <laughs> Val's yeah. Bridge, yeah, we called it Vals, yeah. Val's Bridge. Was that not first? No, that no. was second. The
0: first one we did was up in Lickie Hill, so I can't remember how... Yeah. How
1: I remember it being cold. It I remember freezing. that being very yeah. cold. And we
0: did like... Do you remember, right? So actually, let's talk about the launch of Lead Violentons for a second, because it was kind of a... We didn't know what we were doing, but we still thought we did quite a cool thing. I don't know if it's if I'd still think it was cool, but you let me know. Um Do you remember we... Because we were all members of other bands, obviously. Me and Boots were in my favourite runner-up. You were in the Always. Brad was,
1: and we are saviours.
0: We are saviours. That's it. And um, we thought, ah, oh, we'll introduce the band one member at a time, and use the other bands, the old bands' social media to share each post. Right? <laughs> so, like, yeah. I remember we did the photo shoot up in Licky Hills of all of our backs. We were sat on a bench with our backs facing the camera. And yeah. it was just us overlooking the city lights of Birmingham. Do you remember that? And that was the nice first... Nice photo, yeah. yeah was I a...
1: actually regret wearing a very, very shiny... Um, I was wearing a very shiny leather jacket. It was like a, like a faux leather jacket. And it was... Um, I think so anyway. But I remember just regretting my... Because I had my hood up thinking I looked really cool. Uh, But looking back at that photo, I just looked like an idiot. Um, But I do like that photo, though. It is a cool photo. I don't
0: know if I've got that anywhere now, you know. Uh, (sighs) Yeah.
1: I don't know. I could. I could probably have a look. Yeah. If we do, um, if we do, and anybody from the Discord server is listening, uh, message message one of us, and we'll see if we can find yeah. it and post well, it in. To be fair, it's server. probably
0: still the first cover photo on Facebook, unless unless we well, yeah, cleaned it up. You can it just up. Go and find
1: it yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop um, being so lazy. But. Uh, uh yeah so we did so that. val moved val moved in and she was my next door neighbor
0: yeah because i
1: joined the band and you told me that we've got a photographer and uh she's 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 coming like a month after i moved in and i remember thinking oh okay i'll clean i'll clean a room out for her then because in her room there was loads of um so it's it's worth noting if if anybody that's listening doesn't know uh me and chris or led by lanterns uh Led by Lanterns is a band that we're both in and uh, where we both used to live, where Chris still lives, is a college that no one else lives in there anymore other than like a, like a few, like there's a few people live there, uh, but it's not used as a college anymore and it's like a guardianship scheme, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so, Classrooms sh- are clean. our bedrooms
0: and by him cleaning Val's room out before she moves in, he means he cleaned the whole classroom out.
1: Yeah, I meant get, Rid of all the uh, used, um, the, the, all the books and the, uh, everything out of the out of the room and chuck them into a different room. Yeah. Because um, I was actually going to use her room for a gym for a little bit. Oh, actually, no, I cleared it out so I could skate around <laughs> oh, yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so we took that photo with our backs turned and then uh, one by one we, we dropped a cover. Do you remember? Um, oh, I do. I think your cover was but no was your cover fur oh, I don't remember
1: whatever no. it was you, oh, you did no it was boot was it but no boots was fur no,
0: no it wasn't we it did was it yours. in reverse order it was yours My, maybe mine it was, was yours. first yeah and I did and yours
1: did really well what was and it mine did really shit um, Lady, oh shit! I just realised I started that song so high. Lady, been. Been. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, what's that? I can't remember what that song's called. Anyway, that
1: one. Stars or something counting like that. Counting stars. stars, counting stars, yeah. Counting yeah. Stars. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you did yeah. a really good cover, that was a very good cover Is that still on YouTube, is it? Or? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I think it is, yeah all, is all of That's them a are. really good yeah, cover. Yeah. So, uh, it's still on the mine. Led by Lanterns YouTube
1: I actually remember being very jealous of yours and uh, Boots' cover
0: Oh really? Uh. Yours was really good though as yeah. well Yours was the next one we, we, yeah. we released, which was Love Yourself, Justin Bieber
1: Yeah, but at the end of it I said you should go and fuck yourself now, And I just remember like Yeah <sighs> I just remember people Like I don't, I don't know I just wish I hadn't done did, it. Is it I just wish I, But
0: does it say that at the end of the finished one Because I thought you just did that in a demo
1: No I did it in this no, Is it still there no, on, no, like,
0: So if I go on YouTube now and Because they're all, they're yeah, all still yeah, on our yeah. YouTube channel
1: I- so on mine actually I played um, if you look at it on YouTube there's two of me sat at the end of the bed and um, we tried to do this clever thing where like one person's playing the guitar and the other one's singing and then we switch halfway through that was cool
0: that is pretty cool I do like that
1: that's cool Um, What wasn't cool was my foul language (laughs) at the end, which is totally fine. It is totally fine. I just wish I hadn't done it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um,
0: Moving on. Yeah, and then uh, Boots's one was One Direction, wasn't it? It was. um,
1: Which we had to get Brad in. What song?
0: What's that One Direction song called? (sighs) Um, You're beautiful. 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 I'm in a bit of a. (laughs) <laughs> uh, when
1: you first come uh, to mama If
0: you like going flipping flip, flip up in hotel rooms If yeah, you
1: like
0: Yeah, that's the uh, one Maybe you're perfect That's it, perfect That's what it's called, not beautiful So let's start right oh. now And then Brad comes in <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the bass, on the on the floor, Tom. On the high, Tom.
0: Yeah. Uh, and obviously, oh. we put Brad in with the with boots's cover because uh, the, the other the the three of us were singers. Brad wasn't a singer, um, so we just whacked him in Boots's. Remember.
1: Um, yeah yeah obviously yeah we're all singers yeah. and obviously there's Brad who plays drums uh, he doesn't sing I mean he's not a bad singer yeah, yeah. he's helped us write vocals before Yeah, and um, he sung that song when,
0: in uh, he sung that song for the cassettes the cover band, uh, you know he 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 sung um sweet alabama, alabama. alabama and then when he sat yeah. back down again i said we well, fucking love him in front of 600 people family show you know uh, oh boy oh boy <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so obviously um Back to Val, she moved in with us after, uh, you know, after that that nice chat we had and um, she obviously helped with LBL, but then she also got involved with the cassettes as well. And because um, with the cassettes, we didn't need like many photos, although she did take, she took our first promo photos, uh, which was outside the college on the grass. Do you remember
1: Ah, uh, yeah. So we did two and I actually thought it was it was the one on the bridge that was that first one. And we actually named that Val's Bridge. Yeah. And it was around the corner from where we lived. No, that was that's um, for the
0: that's for their balances, but I'm on about the cassettes, the first cassettes promo shoot.
1: Oh yeah, on the grass. We took the sofa yeah, outside. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we did. And we all held our instruments. You had had an acoustic guitar. I had a bass just in my hand, like trying to hold it so cool, like leaning backwards, (laughs) bass down by my side. And then Brad, because he's a drummer, we were like, well, he can't have the whole kit. So he's just holding a snare drum.
1: (laughs) 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 Stupid. But we had that picture blown up quite big on led screens behind us at some venues some venues had like an led screen and they like put a massive picture of i actually remember we um we played um we played like half a set or well probably not half a set but we played quite a lot of a set and we like didn't realize it was our faces behind us do you remember remember we actually played like quite a few songs and then you turned around and then we were like life-size behind yeah that
0: was funny I remember trying to get Brad to look around. And I was like, Brad, Brad. And instead of like just turning around and looking at it, he was like, what's wrong? Oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> Something's like, he's just panicking, thinking I'm trying to tell him something important. But all I'm trying to do is get him to look at the screen. <laughs> yeah, but obviously
1: Val did Val did so much for us, didn't she? She did like... Yeah, that's
0: it. Because, because we didn't really need many more photos as a cover band. She took on the role as everything else, basically. Like, we had Boots. He was managing us. You know, we had val sort of tour managing us um and filling in all the gaps so she do you remember she created she, you know all we had to do she'd send us a message in the group be at the college at this time to load the van and she made like she made like a whole mm-hmm. day sheet and everything with all the information where we had to go uh, uh yeah. yeah like you know down to the brakes yeah. on the motorways um what else did she put on
1: it? She yeah. put on. She put like music, uh, music shops near where we were playing, just in case we needed strings last minute. Um, she put like um, local places that you could go for food. She'd even say shower. Yes, you can have a shower. Uh, so like, yeah, yeah. If like yeah, if there was a shower at the venue, um, she'd put it on there. So she what she'd do? She'd phone the entertainment's manager or, or the manager of the, wherever we were playing and ask them <laughs> a bunch of questions so she can put it on the uh, on the list. Yeah. And uh, it was a great help. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, massive help. Uh,
1: I mean, and that was that was just the day sheet. That was just, that was before we'd even left. Yeah. There was some, Chris, it, I became so rel- reliant on, on, on Val having this sheet and knowing what she's doing. Literally, we would be on the way to a show and I wouldn't even know if we're going where are we are yeah, I, know. I even know she also like, she'd handle I would like, just type it in the remember, yeah and just go she handled
0: all the money as well she'd give us our like per DMs for food for the day and just yeah. she just took she took all the stress and took it away from us it was brilliant but honestly, she did such an amazing yeah. job. And also, like, on top of just the whole organizing side, she physically helped with the loading. You know, actually, it was pretty cool. We got a, we got a whole system in place, didn't we? Like, um, I remember when we first, we'd get everything in from the van first, uh, which we'd all do, and then Val and Brad would jump on getting the drums out of the cases. I would start straight on the rig, start running mic cables. Uh, you would start with the guitars, guitar stands, uh battery yeah, did you do batteries for the a... for the ear packs and stuff as well was that
1: you no that was val okay. Val did all all that sort of stuff so i did the i set the mics up and the Probably didn't do much, really, did I? No, I. I, uh, <laughs> I set the microphones up, put the guitar on the stand.
0: Yeah, and then I remember, then you jump on everything while I line checked you, and then by the time we'd finished line yeah. checking you, the drums would be ready, and then it would, we'd we get yeah. onto the drums. You remember? And, and it, it, we would we were so efficient. Um and then and then when Towards, we worked, you know, Yeah, we'll,
1: after like a year in we had our own we had our own system. Yeah. Even to the point where like there was some times where like during a lockdown during a lockdown, during a set said, oh, oh. oh god, this quarantine's just got it's too just much burnt into your head. Literally I'm dr- my dreams have got weird. My dreams have got very weird. Oh god. Like, yeah, about not wanting to go to work and like this morning like, this morning I dreamt that we had torrential snow <laughs> and I couldn't go so like I kept snoozing my alarm I don't know if you ever do this oh, You no. you believe your own bullshit yeah, in the I've morning I've definitely done that yeah um <laughs> But yeah, it got to a point where, like, um, when we were setting things up, that I could just put headphones in and listen to music, even though that's a completely ignorant thing to do. I'm sorry, but I, yeah, I did do it. Yeah. I put my headphones in and I was just like listening to music whilst I was setting up because if I'm working um listening to music is kind of like rocket fuel for me like it's just something that i do at work so it even it, it got to a point where we would barely talk to each other because we didn't we we knew where everyone was meant to be and at what time and how long we could set up remember, we actually timed ourselves how quick we could set up and it was like a ridiculous time i could i couldn't guess what it was but yeah. it was a stupid time we started like timing ourselves didn't we
0: yeah I, I, yeah i know yeah and then um uh, yeah, once we'd all, once we were starting soundcheck as a, as a full band, all playing, you know, Val would then help still with that. She'd walk out the front, walk around the room, walk to the back of the room, go I can't hear Sean very well in this bit. Like, okay, turn it up a bit then. And then uh, when we were actually playing the show, she'd stand in the wings or stand on the floor in front of the stage, just che- you know checking everything's okay. And we'd have like moments where um, we just like. If something went wrong or like my set list was flying away from me, I'd like just look at Val. All I have to do is look at her in a certain way and she'd know something's wrong. Something's definitely wrong. You know, I'm playing guitar. I'm singing. Can't leave the microphone cause I'm singing. Can't pick anything up because my hands are being used. So it's like help. <laughs> and she just, she just comes straight over. She knew. And, and uh, you know, what what other things go wrong, but um, cymbals falling over, mics falling off drum kits. Um, it
1: was mainly if batteries went out, wasn't it? If batteries went batteries, out, yeah. Um, batteries in the ears. There was a little code that we tried to get. Where if we put our hands behind our back, do you remember? If we put our hands, I don't think it. I don't think it, we actually did it effectively because yeah. the panic would set in. So we said to ourselves, right, we're gonna put. When we put our hand behind our back, hang on, no, it was gotta be something. Oh yeah, in between a song, if we put our hand behind our back, Val needs to change our battery. Wasn't and it, it? was like it, it was,
0: first though? Wasn't that symbol to mean I'm ready to start the next song? Didn't we do that for a bit? When you put your hand behind it, it was like yeah, ready to start the next song. Oh, Brad, you can yeah, start the track. That, wasn't that, that might a be thing?
1: Ridiculous. Yeah, well, there was there was some form of symbol. I think what was it? It was it was something like. A tap, tap your ears or something. Was it, on, was it tap, tap your, your ears head? or tap oh, your head? Oh, I don't yeah, remember. Or so, there was something where we'd we'd, we'd kind of like send a signal to Val. We need our uh, our batteries changed in you know, either our in ears and me and Chris ran on wireless um, systems as well. So yeah. it could either be our instrument or or um, in ears. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Van would de- uh, Val would just then run on stage, change everything for us. Um, And it would just, honestly, if it weren't for Val being there, God knows what the show would have been like. We would have been like, we're just going to have to go for a break. You know, God, you've been on for 15 minutes. We just picked up the wrong batteries or something. Yeah,
0: I don't think we could have done it as well as we did without Val at all.
1: I don't think we'd have enjoyed it half as much as we did if it weren't for Val. Yeah. So I'll 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 send this to Val. And um, yeah, thank you very much, Val, for everything that you've done. Obviously, not just for the cassettes, but with Led by Lanterns, and obviously uh, that's from both of us. And uh, obviously I'm sure Chris – I mean, you and Chris kind of go a bit further back, don't you, even with uh, MFRU and – Yeah. But, I mean, the cassettes thing, that was just – I mean, we kind of loaded so much stuff onto Val and she took it on a stride and she kind of – and it made it so effortless for us. made Like, honestly, it made us – so like, it was all the – between Val and Boots – The the we were left with the fun thing, which was playing the show. Um, Yeah,
0: true. You are right. Like you know, without boots and Val, we would have had to do so much more boring shit.
1: Oh. Val even put like, She got us some water bottles as well Didn't she Chris Like we all had our own Colour coded water uh, bottles That yeah. she filled up Yeah she
0: printed um, the set list Make sure they were on stage She'd even Write on the top of the set list The name of the place we were in So that like You know like You were saying You didn't even know Where you were going When we were driving half the time It's like yeah. What well, we got to do Is look down There it is Oh we're in Cleethorpes Great Don't even know where that is Wonderful <laughs>
1: Yeah But we just trusted Because like you know She never took a a foot wrong she never stepped a foot wrong oh, yeah. Until she she stepped a foot wrong where did she, step <laughs> do you, remember in- when she do you remember when she locked the va- van and well <gasps> yeah. she shut the door of the van and the keys were inside the van <laughs> oh, yeah. um No, no, Val, if you're listening, you're totally going to want to blame me, but you know what, you're not here and you don't get to say today, this was your fault.
0: I do think it was you that left the keys in the van in the first place though, Sean.
1: Oh yeah, it was me, but I left the keys on the table in the van, like I didn't do anything wrong, like that's that's not against any rule that we set. Um, I mean I guess it was I guess it was Between me and Val Mainly Val But she um, (laughs) Like it was It was a big venue That we played It was somewhere in Wales We played that venue A few times Yeah Um, Like it was a Haven Park again Uh, It was the Haven Park Because if if you remember Pop Idol, I think it was Pop Idol or X Factor, Chico, it's Chico time. Chico if, time. If you He was on he was on the um, agency that we were on, yeah. and he was there. And I, I I said hello to him there. That was wicked. So we met Chico. You didn't meet him because you no. went off to the van. You went to grab the van, didn't you? Yeah. Or you did. Oh yeah, you did something because you had to do something with the van. Because of the key situation. That's why you didn't meet Chico. Wasn't it to
0: do with smashing the windows and uh, to get the key out? We had to yeah, smash a window. So and...
1: In order to get the key back, <sighs> we had to... Um, well, first we asked people what we could possibly do because yeah, we didn't want to smash the window. It was
0: Boots' van. I remember I asked if we could drill a hole through the boot under the seats into the front, and Boots was like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, I put it back, um, but we ended up having to smash a window. Oh my god! Something I totally forgot. Because we smashed that window, we actually got a little bit of help from a member of staff that worked at that Haven Park, and he was definitely a criminal because he was like, "I'll smash that window. I'll smash that. Window. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. So the, you know, the glass doesn't come over this way. You know." I, and I'm like, "How? Hey, what? What?" Like, he just he seemed to have, like, niche nah. knowledge about how to get into people's vehicles. Weird. vehicles. Weird. Um, but uh, I actually remember... Um, so we were driving... So we'd done the show. It was all Val's fault because of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we did that show. And we were driving back from that show. And Brad drove onto the beach... That was the show. Oh, yeah. Brad drove onto the beach. You went the Um, wrong way. (laughs) Because I remember being in the passenger seat. I'd probably driven there. Maybe I'd driven a bit and you'd driven a bit. So it was Brad's time to drive. Um, And I was sat... I, I called shotgun and regretted it straight away because we've got this tight because what window we smashed was that tiny window if you're sitting in the passenger seat of a van there's a tiny window and it's almost completely pointless um yeah
0: the little triangle and, one i mean
1: really help really helpful if you need to smash a tiny window to get your arm in to open the door but um so it was freezing cold and i had that massive draft coming through and i remember a Butterfly hit me in the face. Well, it wasn't a butterfly, it was a, it was a Dad, moth Dad, and it completely disintegrated on my face. And it was like goo. It just went.
0: And I'm
1: like, oh my god! Like, I literally Like wiped my face. I went in my eye and everything. Oh, it was the disgusting. worst thing ever. And Brad took the wrong turn and we ended up literally on the beach somehow. So we had to do like a turn and come back. I mean, that wasn't Val's fault. I mean, it kind of I forget. Yeah, it was Val's fault. Yeah. Val, that was all your fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, other than that, other than that, n- never a foot wrong. Yeah. She was great.
0: I like, obviously, you know, I, Val. I, I thank you for everything that you ever did for Led by Lanterns, the cassettes, and me personally in my life. You helped me out a lot as well. You're so organised and I'm not. So it just, you know, you you really, really, really helped me. And I know that in the end, I mean, hopefully you are listening to this. I'm not just talking to... (laughs) Sean. Sure. <laughs> but um hopefully uh you know you're happy. You moved you moved on with different things in your life. You fe- um, for anyone who's listening, she fell out of love a bit with the with the music industry. Uh, you know, who who knows now? Maybe the love has been rekindled and we'll see her again on a tour soon. Who knows? But for the time you were with us, Val, thank you so much. And I hope you feel the same way. I hope you enjoyed every second with us like we did with you. It was it was absolutely brilliant having you around. Um and uh don't lock the keys in the van. Again, please. Thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um,
0: we told, we told a few stories about the cassettes now over this episode and last episode, yeah. but I think there's, there's probably a couple. I mean, I know you've got one left to tell uh, about Scotland.
1: Yeah. So I've got, should you remember, do you remember when I told you that we, I'd always done a conga line to 500 mile. Yeah. Last week, not last week, last podcast that we did, I said that I'd always done it. No matter what the situation was, I'd always do a conga line or at least try. And there was that time that it really didn't work out well for me and I was walking around the room on my own. Right. <laughs> there was there was actually a time that was probably worse than that. Probably. probably. Um, and we played 500 mile, in Scotland. So, if you don't know what that song is, it's a Scottish song about walking 500 mile and then walking 500 more. And Chris weren't at this show because um, he was off on tour doing sound for another band. I'm not too not too sure. It might have been Waster or whatever. Um, but we had to get a guy called Reese Sutcliffe in uh so big up reese Sutcliffe, uh, very talented musician um i'm hopefully he's doing some stuff now i know you recorded some some things anyone
0: who fancies listening to it it's kind of like folky um folky stuff deep meaningful lyrics um it's i know he's i know he was on soundcloud it's reese Sutcliffe r-h-y-s-s-u-t-c-l-i-f-e if you fancy looking him up it's nice 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 listening great songs i i don't know if he's still writing i hope he is um because a great songwriter and yeah thank you reese for filling in for all the shows you did with me
1: yeah Uh, there was a few yeah there was a few shows he played like a corporate show with us the ones which i think was his first one which was a very strange gig and i'm like dude it's never like this like it was just a bunch of people talking and we like not yeah it was just very very weird but this particular um, particular instance we played 500 mile in Scotland and we've done this before and it was totally fine but I remember actually setting up and doing a doing a sound check and I remember Reese saying can we um can we practice the proclaimers because also the sound check isn't just a sound check it's also a time where say if we've got a stand in I'm like what song do you want to play just J- yeah. just to have a run through. And he says, can we go through that? Because it's just the lyrics, I I'll, I'll keep getting them wrong. So I was like, okay. So we started playing the Proclaimers in sound check. There was nobody in the room other than the staff that was setting up for that night. Uh, and one of the fun stars, or the entertainment's manager, I think, came up to us and said, yeah, don't play that song. And I said, why? He says, yeah, don't play that song. So for those that don't know what this song is, it's a Scottish song um, about walking 500 miles and then 500 more. Uh, and then the singer's got like a, a Scottish accent as well. So it's like a big song in Scotland. Well, in the UK. And um, so we was like, oh, we... he said it to me. He said, make sure you don't play this tonight. I went, oh, are you sure? And I think I said it to Reese passingly. I said, "Reese, we're not playing this song. And Reese looked at me and went, yeah, man. Okay, that's fine. So I thought that was done.
0: <laughs> oh boy! Yeah,
1: yeah. Um Apparently, if we play that song, like they've played it through the speakers, the actual song, and people start to like get a bit pissed off because they've heard it too many times. And um, uh. yeah, I, I don't know why they're just like I don't know, I don't know why. But um we get to that part in the set where it says "500 Mile" on our set list, and I look over to Reese. Reese does not look over to me and go, <laughs> and then he says down the mic. So the next song we're going to sing is The Proclaimers, uh, 500 Miles. So I was like, "Reese, no. Literally, <laughs> as he said that, I saw the, um, the uh, uh, entertainment manager run out the room and about five bouncers came in. Oh, and we were God. like, no, seriously, it's not that bad. It can't be that bad. Like, and it wasn't, in all fairness, it wasn't that bad. But Reese then remembered and he was like, shit, we'd already started the, the, the backing track. <laughs> and he was going, and Reese, come in, done. I
0: love that. Dun. I love that. So obviously, Brad had to start that backing track. And I know, I know exactly the face. Brad would have gone, Reese would have gone, so we're next, we're going to play the Proclaimers 500 miles. Brad would have gone, Shh. shit, what? Are we? Oh, oh, are we? Oh. Okay, and then just push it anyway. <laughs> but he said
1: it, so it was just like, okay, he said it. You
0: can't, yeah, I know, you can't. And then I turned it to
1: Brad. Brad's played it, and you can see he was looking at me like, shit, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I was I'm like, so sorry okay, for pushing play. Literally, when Reece said it, because Brad's at the back, Brad can't hear very well at the back, because he's got his in-ears in, which is like sound-cancelling headphones. Um, so... <laughs> The guy at the on the front row on the front table was just like, I'm not gonna do it, try to do a Scottish accent. Uh, he was like, he's like, No, 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 not that song, anything but that song, don't play it, do not play that song. And and then another couple on the table next to him was like, Oh I'll just leave them, It's fine. You know, they'll it's it's a good song. And then like another table was like no, no, don't you fucking dare! And then started st- standing up and was just like, no. And literally, one guy got out of his chair and then started coming up to Reese and was just like, no, no. And then he saw the bouncer come over and he like kind of backed off a little bit. And we were like, shit. But we were like, the ver- <laughs> so like at that point, that was <gasps> I did where Reese would then go. Well wake up. Well, you know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. And I'm like, I am not conger into this. Like, literally I'm gonna get bottled. I was like, I was like literally I think I walked over to Reese and whispered in his ear, like, watch out for the flying bottles, man. <laughs> and um, the entertainment's manager was like, No. And it wasn't as bad as we were made out that that, that it was gonna like I didn't think it was gonna be um I thought it was going to be worse. To be quite honest, it wasn't that bad. It just it pissed literally a very small amount of people off for some reason, and okay. um, and then we just carried on. That that gig was really really good, and uh, it was just that one song. <laughs> and I, just, I genuinely <laughs> yeah. thought that we were going to cause a massive fight.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so th- so different. So moving on, there was. Um... You said we started the set with uh, just a day by Feeder the other day and I thought you meant oh, that yeah, that yeah. Uh, that we did initially and then we I knew we changed it because we we ended up playing starting the set with let me entertain you by Robbie Williams right
1: Yeah and that's what we, that's what we stayed what on most of the time be. I know yeah. what your story's going <laughs> to Yeah
0: and so so there was like loads of these venues they have like big reveal moments so like the curtains they got electric curtains and shit that close and they go like angel Effect of the evening is Yeah,
1: it was always the same
0: And then the curtains would open And we'd be like Straight away We tried to make it like We were waiting for that moment that the curtains open Facing backwards, trying to look cool Like, oh, are these curtains open Then me and Sean turn around Waltz walt- 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 to the front of the stage Like I can't even remember what the first lyric is of that song. Oh, hang on, <laughs> if I had
1: two seconds. um <sighs> <No>, oh <God. laughs> my um, um... Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh
0: go not now in. scream
1: now scream yeah lord go
0: ah <laughs> oh shit hang on um i don't want to click out of the recording window because it might cause that mic glitch thing to happen again can you have you, have go you on, got you way gonna... of searching you got a way of searching <sighs> the lyrics
1: uh yeah yeah i can, I can. you just go said, on, carry on telling the story then all right
0: so we're, we're facing backwards right and, and during the gap before we go on usually they've done another event first like bingo or something else in the night and the curtains close and we've got like 10 minutes to get our stuff back in position and we'll put our microphones at the front of the stage get the set list down get the waters down uh tune up the guitars get our in ears in have a little band high five huddle yeah ready to play a show yeah
1: boy and then uh, Chris um, the lyric was and I've got my guitar for it ah oh, hell is gone and heaven's here there's nothing oh oh fuck's sake there. Oh, yeah. Hell is gone and heaven's here There's nothing left Oh fuck's sake What was the court? I
0: don't, I've got no idea
1: Okay Hell is gone and heaven's here There's nothing left for you to fear um, Shake your ass Come over here And i scream ah! There
0: you go Yeah that was it Yeah
1: that
0: was it And uh, so This one show They had this pretty cool curtain It looked like something out of Beauty and the Beast A Massive rising drapey curtain that as it lifted up, it lifted directly upwards from the stage and it kind of concertined it up against itself all the way up to the ceiling, right? Huge, like big semicircle gold curtain. And um it had come down for a changeover and we'd set our stuff up. I put my mic stand right behind the curtain. What I didn't realize was that where the mic stand bends over like for the top part of the boom to hold the mic, there was the other end of the boom was sticking out, and it 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 was sticking out just over the metal cable that would rise to pull this curtain up and so what happened was we were facing backwards, the piano intro started <laughs> then I turned around, and all I see is my mic stand going straight up into the air with this curtain and I ran I ran to the front of the stage as fast as I could jumped and I just unhooked it and put it down in time to go hell is gone and heaven's here and I was I was actually laughing while singing the line as well and if I would have waited if if I would have turned around you know Half a second later, I would not have been able to reach that mic stand. They How have,
1: funny would that have been? You'd have gone, guys, guys, stop, stop, Brad, Brad, guys, my microphone's like up there. Can you? It's like in the air. Can, can you bring can the you bring curtain, the man?
0: Curtain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and can you can you just bring it all the way back down to the ground? Let's try that all again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you play the intro song again? As yeah, well? but I wouldn't yeah. have
0: had a mic, so it would have been like, go, go, Can you bring the curtain back down? no we did know, just had
1: to stop we did just had to stop yeah. the music and just like look in the air and go and i'm like chris that hasn't gone very well for you i've yeah. seen
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah that was funny oh,
1: kind of it kind of sucks that you got that microphone now so yeah it was hooked on the curtains yeah. and the curtains went upwards so funny and so yeah that was hilarious yeah um what, what show was that that wasn't pontins was it no, that wasn't Pontins.: Actually, let's talk about Pontins. We only played one Pontins. Uh,
0: what? yeah, so we got booked for that show on the day of the show, do you remember? Because the band well, they'd, some, yeah,
1: they'd they booked they, and,
0: and pulled out. So yeah. um, we dropped everything, loaded the van, obviously. That
1: was because we were new as well. That, um, so we, we dropped everything because we, again, we hadn't heard our first feedback yeah from uh garston yet yeah. and obviously if you've heard the first um part of this story um we felt like we'd messed up our first show and so when they asked us to play pontins we were like okay man like brad are you free free uh, brad was like yeah i was free chris was free was yeah. like let's go and we had to drive to was it stockport
0: yeah yeah near Where liverpool near liverpool
1: yeah yeah cool that was where it was yeah
0: and uh yeah we so normally like obviously you know what we just talked about everything would happen we'd have a day sheet off Val we'd be organized we'd have breaks on the way we'd have time for sound check go for food this was completely out of our comfort zone it was horrible actually we we got there the we got there when all the events were still happening the hall was already completely full of about 1500 people maybe uh maybe more I don't know I don't know how many people were in that room and uh, we had to just set everything up completely from scratch behind the curtain very quickly and then just start playing. And luckily, there was a sound guy there who knew how to use our, uh, our exact wireless mixer, so I gave him the iPad, do you remember? And he just yeah, mixed yeah. us in the first song. Thank God. God knows
1: what that sounded like. Yeah. I mean, it must have sounded okay because everybody was like... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Mr. Croc, Mr. Croc, one of, the, bit, Croc! The, one of the best <gasps> stories on, that, of oh, the yeah, cassette. Was that, it was that show. Oh right, yeah. So oh. the mascot for Pontins is Mr. Croc. Uh, at least one of the characters. Um, you've got like these cartoon characters, and then there's people that dress up as these characters. Um, and so, because we were booked last minute. Uh, They didn't open the whole stage. And this stage was massive. So let me just explain the stage. Where they were performing and kind of putting on the entertainments was at the front of the stage. Behind them, there was a curtain. Behind that curtain, there was us setting up. And behind us setting up, there was another curtain. And behind that curtain... Um, I guess there the the was, wings was the yeah. the wings they that yeah. backstage they were getting dressed up, and so where we were setting up is normally where the stage would be on a normal night, yeah, but because is we that, were does, late,
0: they had to close it off for us to have the chance to set up. that's why it was different, but nobody, so we were setting up uh, lights nobody told Mr. Croc about nobody this information.
1: told Mr Croc <laughs> <laughs> um so we were setting up in the dark, and um so we were setting up with our lights on our phone we were trying to like you know we hadn 't got a set up yet we had you know like what we said earlier, it was like it ran like clockwork eventually at this point, we were just running around, and everything was all over the stage. Um, in between these two curtains, we were, like, drums over there, everything was over there, yeah. the guitars were just on the floor. And so we were, like, setting up, and we got to a point where we just got everything out of the cases, and it was all lying on the floor. Yeah. And and then we heard, so we oh, the whole time, everyone sat down watching the entertainment, and it come, to a part, it come to a part of their show where they had to introduce somebody called Mr. Croc. Um, And they were doing it There was a few different characters out there And I can't remember But all we heard was I want want you all to go crazy Give it up for Mr. Croc (laughs) And And then then, They
0: saw nothing But what we saw Was this (laughs) giant crocodile (laughs) Jump out of the back curtain Into the dark space Where we were setting up And just do the jazz hands pose To no one (laughs) Except us (laughs) in the dark. And then, obviously... He couldn't see very well because he was wearing this costume and we had stuff everywhere, do you remember? So I ran over to him, I grabbed his hands and I was just like, come with me, come with me. And I just guided this giant crocodile through all of our gear to the front of the I was stage. Ki- I-, I was
1: kicking drums out of the way. I was kicking yeah. guitars out of the way just to create a path because so this yeah. crocodile's got massive feet. So he was just like trying not to trip up as well. And the whole time yeah. at, the, at the front of the stage, the guy's going, Mr. Croc!
0: Where are you, Mr. Croc? And then we go, Mr. Croc! Mr. Croc! Mr. Croc! Mr. Croc! And then I finally got him to the front. We, Me and you pulled the curtains back, didn't we? And just pushed him out onto the front of the stage and closed the curtains again.
1: <laughs> it's just because... he can- this crocodile, we weren't not, we didn't know what to expect. We could hear what was going, out, uh, going on at the front of the stage, but we were just so focused on getting our stuff set up in time for uh, when they want us to play. And so all we heard was, Mr. Croc! And then a random crocodile we'd never <laughs> even seen before. Like, we'd never seen anybody dressed up like this. It just randomly jumped out. A curtain behind yeah, us And no, just go He just jumped
0: The jazz way he hands, jumped Just like well. ja- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It
1: was just like Mr. Croc
0: So much enthusiasm he, The Mr. Croc Definitely expected to see A room full of people You know Over a thousand <laughs> people And he just gave it All of the enthusiasm And all we saw Was him going <laughs> With his jazz hand.
1: <laughs> all he saw Through his little <laughs> eye holes Was us just Just, just Look at him and go. The fuck!
0: <laughs> oh god! Yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: that's that's one of those stories where I maybe you had to be there, but hopefully we've we've explained that well enough for you to yeah. uh, envision what that was like because that was hilarious. Um, um, but that holiday park wasn't the best, was it? Because they gave us a place to stay in return because. Sometimes we'd stay in a caravan for, like, the hay van parks. But this place gave us a, a, a proper, sh- Is it called a chalet, to stay in. Um, yeah. Because we did it last minute. Um, and they told us what chalet it was. And they didn't give us the key. They just told us it was open. Of course we got there and it wasn't open. And um, yeah. we'd already ordered pizza to the... To, to, to where we were staying. Uh, But do you remember, Chris, I had to climb through. There was a little tiny window open. I had to climb through the window and open the door. But it was the worst place I've ever stayed in in my life.
0: Do you remember, like, obviously it was filthy and that, but do you remember in the morning when I opened the curtain and, uh, I, like, slid the curtains open <laughs> and the curtains the curtains just slid off the end of the curtain pole and it pulled the whole curtain off it, the wall? It, fell, <laughs> it,
1: it kind of fell off the curtain rail like a slinky. It was kind of like that motion, yeah. like, because there was nothing yeah. stopping it. And Chris, like... I don't know, Chris was just so inf- enthusiastic to leave, and it was like, "Oh, what a wonderful morning," And opened the curtain, and we'd just been talking about what a shithole this place was, and we o- he opened the curtain, like, "Ah, daylight!" And the curtain just was like, <coughs> <laughs> just fell off the end. Uh, but I remember I put a towel on the towel rack, and the towel rack fell off the wall. Um, <laughs> I remember there being like a punch hole in the door. Um, oh yeah, I and remember then that, yeah. somebody's pillow had um, it smelled like curry, and there was blood on it. Do you remember oh, whose was that? And I, I woke remember. up. I woke up so ill the next day. Mm. I woke up so ill.
0: Oh, we stayed in some dodgy places. You know, even even not not even just talking about the cassettes. Talking about led by lanterns. Some of the places we we stayed. You know. Oh boy,
1: I've just thought to myself, that's that's it for funny stories on the cassettes. I'm like. Well,
0: it's it's probably not it for funny stories. We just can't remember any right now. There's definitely more. I'm sure they'll come up at some point.
1: Yeah, like Gareth Gates, for instance. So Chris was away, as usual. So we had to have a stand-in, and I had to do the sound. Um, it should have been an easy day, because, um, you know, I'd done this before, so I kind of had an idea of what to do. Um but this time there was a star appearance and we played a bingo hall and Gareth Gates um, was, he was on the very first like X Factor type show. It, it was Pop Idol, it was Idol, Idol, yeah, Idol yeah. but it was the very yeah. first one and he came second and um, he was, he was due to uh, attend and sing a few songs and they'd asked us, can, can we use your microphone and your PA system? All we need is you to play music and, uh, and j- j- just for you to play music, the backing track, and for you to um, just mix the sound just with, with his microphone. So I was like, okay, um, that, that should be easy enough. And I remember thinking, if I can do the band, I can do this. I sound checked the band. Everything went, went well. We, uh, Gareth Gates was singing before we started as well. Gareth Gates... Walked down and there was about six hundred people in the room. Gareth Gates walked down like the centre thing, and it was like a proper bingo hall. <laughs> and um, and I was like, okay, check the mic, one two, one two, and then check the backing track. Brad, check it. And uh, it, I think it was Suspicious Minds. Is it what, what did he sing? He he sung a song. It was he like did
0: do that song. Yeah, it
1: was Suspicious Minds. Yeah. So Brad, check the backing track. Check the backing track. I was like, let's check the mic again. Check the mic. Mic worked. Brad, check the backing track. Yeah, okay. And then I muted everything. When Gareth Gates got onto the stage, about 600 people surrounded me, which our mixer is a tablet which connects via Wi-Fi to where we plug all our instruments into just to make it as easy as possible. And... Um, I pressed mute and about 600 people gathered around me, which blocked the Wi Fi signal. And Gareth Gates was then on stage in front of me and he was talking down the mic and nothing. We couldn't hear anything. And I was like, I was like, no, okay, this is a simple, I've just froze a little bit. It's okay. Mute, unmute. Still nothing. I'm looking up at him and like nothing's happening. And he's going, music hello, hello, and I swear to God, people started booing me, and started going, literally a woman grabbed me on the shoulder and went, what's going on, and she, she was just somebody that was excited to see Gareth Gates, so what's going on, and I, I said, one second, I need to, one second, one second, I, I ran on the stage, I was like holding the pad, the, the little iPad that we had in the air to get like signal again, mute, unmute, nothing. This, this happened and Gareth Gates was just stood there on the stage for about a minute and I was there going shit, shit what do I do? And literally it got to the point where I put the pad down on the, on the stage and I hid behind the, behind the speaker I just curled up in a ball my face was red raw oh. and genuinely I had given up I'd completely given up at this point There'd been complete silence for about a minute. Oh, God, it's got to have been about two minutes. It's got to have been about two minutes. And he was on stage, and the guy who owned the place got his microphone, which obviously he couldn't use because we needed a backing track and stuff. And he was like, one second, just a technical issue. We'll be with you in a second. And Gareth Gates was just, like, getting dead pissed off. And I was, like, there just crumbling behind the, the speaker. And then Brad, Brad comes up and goes... Do you want me to just unmute it on my laptop? And I was like, dude, you can do that. And he went, yeah, yeah, I've got a button on my laptop. I can just unmute it. And I was like, yes, just do it now. And like, he just let me suffer for so long. Anyway, he pressed unmute. Everything was great. Um, and uh, I don't think Gareth Gates wanna see, wants to see me again.
0: It was actually a bad day for Gareth
1: Gates as well. Because, like, yeah. yeah, I remember, like, that was the dark... Like, he, he'd he obviously made a commitment to come because it was was work for him and he couldn't just let 600 people down. But that uh, his, his nan had died that day. And I was like, you know... So I was like, okay, let's just get this right so he can come, do his thing, and go home. Of course, um, yeah. <laughs> so I completely messed that up. And that has got to be one of the most embarrassing things, one of
0: oh, the most you know, embarrassing like, things I've ever happened. Wireless, wireless mixers, man. Like I, I, um, I was mixing Waster in a venue in, um, I don't know where it was. Um, pretty sure it was Germany. And, uh, Again, the mixing desk in the venue was up on a balcony far away in the corner where it sounded terrible. You couldn't mix from up there. It was like up there, it sounded like. So they had this iPad. They would just give any, any engineers that came in and you can go stand on the floor and mix with an iPad. Anyway, what happened with me was I hadn't. Uh, set up any vocal delays during the sound check, and during the actual show i thought oh i 'll actually just may as well just I'll set it up now. stood on the iPad, and I unmuted this delay, and what i didn 't realize was by default that delay was sent back to itself, so it created this horrible feedback loop, so th- what happened was I unmuted it and it went and as I did that, the iPad disconnected from oh, the desk no so it j- so it So it just went, and it got so unbelievably loud. The band stopped playing the song. Everyone in the audience is cowering on the floor, covering their ears. Like, if anyone who's listening to this who was there, I am really sorry. Like, but that hurt, that physically hurt everybody. I could have, I mean, obviously it wasn't directly my fault, but I... By that happening, I could have damaged people's hearing that day, definitely. And it I, it connected in the end and I muted it and it stopped. And then everyone was just like,
1: fuck. What did they say? Like, Did they say anything?
0: Uh, Sammy was just like, what was that? <laughs> and I was just like, all right. And I, you know, like one of my, actually, I never talk about this. One of my coping mechanisms in stressful situations is to laugh.
1: Okay. And yeah.
0: sometimes, sometimes, it helps me. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it comes across as y- you are a bastard for laughing in this situation. Yeah, you don't care. I had, yeah. just hurt. I had just hurt everybody's ears and all I could do in response to that question was laugh.
1: Yeah. I remember when my rabbit died and you just pissed yourself. I was like... <laughs> no, <it did>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Care. That's a real story. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, so that was that. I, I hate mixing on wirelessly. I just... Sound check's fine because if it disconnects, you just wait a second and then carry mm. on. Do you know what I mean? But when you're in an actual show and all it's always in the show like yeah, you have yeah. with Gareth Gates, it's always in the show that you have the problems because there's more people in the room all with their phones scanning for Wi-Fi and stuff. And, oh, it's just never a good idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? I could... Uh, see, the thing is... <sighs> With you, you know what's going on. Um, I only know what happened after. Um, At the time, like when that happened to me, all I knew was, okay, the only way I know how to rectify this problem is my only way I know how to do this. Like it's not, I haven't got a plan B my, Brad knew my Brad had the plan B. <laughs> okay the mute button doesn't work what's next? ah I'll go and hide behind the speaker and hope that this just blows <laughs> yeah. away like literally yeah. I would oh, look, bless you I literally curled in a ball literally curled in a ball with my head between my knees and my face was just red raw like red yeah. and yeah, and obviously then Brad was like, mm, "Should I help him? Oh, I'll, I'll help him." <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, I, was gonna, I was actually going to phone Brad, but it's been—it's uh, probably uh, <laughs> podcast curfew now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. I, actually—I just wanted to say, you know, obviously that the cassettes was a good time. Br- there was Brilliant. also stressful times, and and it did help fund Led by Lanterns a lot. You know, we still got some of that money in the bank now that's paying for some things. Not a lot left, but, um, uh, you know, it it did really help. I just think in the end, it just took over our lives. And I remember you were the first person to feel it Mm -hmm. um, because you were were working all week um, and then we'd come to the weekend, we'd have two or three shows to do then we'd like also try and get a writing session in yeah. with led by lanterns in the week on, on the night. So you were tired. Yeah. And then I was on top of that. Then I, I was just starting to tour yeah. as an engineer. So I'd be away. I'd miss some shows, which put more pressure on you. And you know, <clears throat> I, obviously I am, I am sorry about that. But at the end, at the end of the day, I think our, all of our lives didn't match doing it.
1: no, I have great memories, though. I, I definitely would recommend it. I mean, I think, I think for me, the, I actually genuinely think um, it was part of, and I, I have to stress, only part of, but uh, w- one of the reasons. It, I think it actually cost me my relationship. I actually, really do. Um, really. Part, partly, yeah. I think that was that was uh, a a big contributing factor to 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 that. Um. So because I was away all the time, you know what I mean? I was, I was just constantly, yeah. and, and, and obviously, <clears throat> you know, I, I kind of like, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show, um, but like so- socially it didn't work for us. I remember us actually like yeah. stressing that we'd never hang out as friends. And we like, you know, and we make it sound really bad, but I would recommend this to anybody that wants to do music for a living i would never recommend hey write some songs work really hard because that takes that's such a long-winded way of doing it but it is the way that we want to do it we want to do that we want to write our own music and we want to kind of like send our own message um but if you want to make money and you enjoy playing music i would 100% recommend starting a cover band and getting on uh, an agency. The agency that we were on were called Garston. I couldn't recommend them enough. They were great. Uh, they booked us for a lot of shows. Um, yeah. And you know what? The, if there's um, anybody listening to this podcast um, and you want to share this message to anybody that you know that is a musician, I think this these last two podcasts that me and Chris have done, I think if 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 you know anybody that's thinking about, pursuing music as a career please send them these two podcasts because it would be great if we could help so i know it was like funny stories we're talking about but there was a lot about how it worked and like you know we kind of explained how we did things um and maybe that could help somebody actually achieve the goal that they set out to do so please share this podcast um Especially to musicians, share it if you think it's funny. Yeah, but also share it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and funny enough, so it brings us to the last show of the cassettes, which I wasn't there for, and it wasn't booked by Garston. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So uh, because the last show, which which you did, Sean was uh, was booked. It was a a renew uh, people, two people renewing their vows, and the two people that were doing it were the two people who played the elderly couple. In the Our Kingdom music video, who we'd only met through shooting that video, I found them on a mm-hmm. Facebook group that was like Prostatin local community. <laughs> I was like, I'm just looking for two people uh, in in their fifties or sixties to play, you know, a cut play a husband and wife. Uh, a husband and wife would be ideal, and that's that's
1: how I started fair messaging play them to them to like fair play. Yeah, to really pl- cool, and they became going, yeah. friends.
0: You know, because obviously it was my mum's my wedding and events venue we used, they became friends with my mum, stayed in touch, and then said how much they loved the song when, it, when the video did come out. And then uh, they said, oh, they wanted that song played at their wedding. Can we book the band? And we were like, oh, well, Led by Lanterns, you know, is a completely different vibe. Uh, I don't think that would suit the wedding. But we happen to play in a cover band as well, which do play weddings all the time. And I'm sure we could stick that song in as well. Yeah, and that's what you did, wasn't it? As the last show, that that's what you did. And did you play it as their first dance?
1: Or? Yeah, I played it as their first dance, and uh, that wasn't. Uh, that was the first time I'd sang that song, isn't it? Um, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, originally, obviously, we recorded a version with me singing it because that was the demo, and obviously, then we recorded it and Boots sang it. Um, so that was the first time I actually ever performed. Um, Performed it live. And have you only
0: ever performed it live while singing it twice? Am I correct (sighs) in saying that?
1: I think so, yeah. I think so.
0: There was that wedding and then there was our headline show at the Sunflower Lounge. Yeah, I think. In uh, 20...
1: A long time ago when things could... No, it was uh, 18, 2000. Oh, shit. No,
0: the Sunflower Lounge show.
1: 2019, it was 2000... Uh, we are in 2021 now, Chris. Oh, by the way, Hello. happy new year, everyone. Fucking hell.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 2020. Yeah, it was probably 2019 then. Yeah. It was. Uh, I remember it was me and my uh, me and Amy's first gig. Oh no, it wasn't. First gig there because we went to go and watch Rob's <laughs> band. I, f- I keep thinking that Cold that was Man. the same show, but it wasn't. Rob's old band yeah. Flair. we went and gone. we went to watch them and that was our first show. but that was a completely different gig. Yeah. I shouldn't have said it so that's
0: that's why you got them you like you really enjoyed the show so we got them to support us at the headline show and that's how we started speaking to Rob. and then when James left, that's why we got Rob involved yeah. in playing live for us. yeah. all right. well, there that you go. brings us nicely just over an hour of today's podcast uh, and to the end of the cassettes a great a great thing to look back on. It's easy to forget the hard times, um, which there definitely were, otherwise we'd still be doing it today. But it is great to look back on the good times,
1: 100%. Shall we we end this very uh, abruptly and unnecessarily, Chris?
0: Yeah, new year, new us, lots of stuff coming soon. See you in two weeks for the next podcast. Goodbye. Bye.